Hello, hello, hello. Good morning and welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna. It's the preview show. Hello and welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast brought to you by AMS Media. As ever, I'm your host, Harry Simu. And on this live edition, we're going to be looking ahead to Arsenal's trip to Villa Park. Of course, Arsenal still buzzing after that FA Cup semi-final victory over the mighty Manchester City. And in truth, you know, whilst we are, um, you know, in the hunt for European football via the league route, it's not looking particularly likely, I don't think. But, you know, we can close the gap on Spurs to two points going into the last weekend of the season with a victory at Villa Park this evening. But it is worth noting um, that this game means a lot more to Aston Villa. And I don't mean that in a way of I want to see Arsenal go there and relax and take their foot off the gas. I think momentum, um, particularly when we're heading into an FA Cup final in the very, very near future, is so, so important. So, of course, I want to see Arsenal go out there and give it their all. And I want to see Arsenal come away from Villa Park with all three points. But I do, to a degree, expect Arsenal to, to rotate and to make some changes. And it would only be natural if they were to take their foot off the gas slightly. But you feel like the level we had to perform at to beat Manchester City, even if we performed to 75% of that, and I don't mean this in an arrogant way, then we should be able to, to see off Aston Villa. However, of course, Aston Villa are in a relegation fight. This game means everything to Aston Villa. Let's have a quick look at the Premier League table to demonstrate uh, what this game means to both sides as we head into it. As I've already said, Arsenal, of course, sitting in 10th place at the moment on 53 points, having played 36 games. That can go up uh, to 56, which would, of course, uh, put us just two points behind Spurs in seventh. Um, with uh, with obviously the, the final games to come. Arsenal take on uh, Watford uh, at the Emirates Stadium. But of course, Watford, as well as Aston Villa, are also fighting for their lives. So two potentially tricky games for the Gunners uh, in the coming days, because we talk about the sort of the teams being at the bottom end of the table, but both are desperate for points. They're desperate to secure their Premier League status for another season. If we scroll down, to the bottom of the Premier League table and have a quick look. Aston Villa are currently in 18th place. They're on 31 points and they trail Watford in 17th by uh, 30, uh, sorry, by three points. Now, Arsenal can have a huge say in who goes down and who stays up because, of course, we play these two teams between now and the end of the season. So um, it's very much in Mikel Arteta's side's hands who will go at Bournemouth. Well, they have a slim chance of surviving, but I just... I, I can't see it. I think Bournemouth are gone, if I'm honest. I think it's out of Villa um, and I think it's out of Watford, purely because Villa and Watford have both played a game less than Eddie Howe's side, uh, which means they have the opportunity, of course, to pull away. Um, let's look at the history in the fixture between these two sides in the Premier League. And then a little bit later on, I'm going to come to talk about the starting lineup I would go with. Um, and yeah, a little bit of a uh, well, we'll touch on a couple of other bits and pieces as well before we wrap up. So let's go over uh, to the uh, Premier League head-to-head -head record between the two sides. And if we have a look at it, 
We've played 49 times in the Premier League. Aston Villa have won just eight of those, whereas Arsenal have won on 27 occasions. There have been 14 draws between the two sides. And Arsenal have a far, far superior record in recent times. Of the last five meetings, Arsenal have won one, two, three, four, five. They've won all five of the previous meetings, of course. Aston Villa came to the Emirates Stadium earlier on this season and we beat them by three goals uh, to two. Um, they took the lead through John McGinn. Um, Ainsley Maitland-Niles was sent off that day. Nicolas Pepe uh, put us on level terms from the penalty spot before Wesley put them back in front. And then late goals from Callum Chambers and Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang saw to it that Arsenal came away from that game with all three points. Back in the days when fans were allowed in the stadium. And, and I do miss that. I, I'm not going to lie. It is... Um, it is hard, isn't it, to watch your team? And, and and I find it hard when I watch them on TV because in the last few years, it's been very rare. I've probably done it once or twice where I've had to watch a home game on TV. So when I see the Emirates Stadium and I'm watching a game live, I just find it so, so strange um, and weird. But look, it's a sign of the times and, and fingers crossed everything will be back to normal as soon as possible. In terms of how Arsenal approach this game, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because as I've already alluded to, we have an FA Cup final around the corner, which means do Arsenal want to take any risks? The chances of us securing, um, you know, European football via the league remain quite slim. And of course, that's not in our hands. We're relying on Tottenham to slip up. And, you know, it's, um, it, it's a way up now, isn't it? Between do you risk players? in order to maintain any hope of getting into Europe via the league? Or do you just say, fuck it and look forward to the FA Cup final and try and protect your players? But then there's a balance to be found because momentum is everything. Momentum is so, so key. And Arsenal are on a wonderful run of form at the moment, having beaten Liverpool, Manchester City, the country's two best teams by a country mile in the space of just a few days. Feels like we need to build on that and we need to continue to push on. I guess you could argue that if Arsenal were to get a negative result against Aston Villa um, this evening or, or, or a draw, etc., would it actually damage Arsenal psychologically given the buzz that they've been on over the last few days? Maybe not. Um, but do you want to take that risk? I, I don't know. Um, in terms of the, the way the team's going to line up, well, we know that Shkodran Mustafi is not available um, that was announced by the club yesterday. He picked up a hamstring injury during the FA Cup semi-final victory over Manchester City. So there is concern around Shkodran Mustafi's fitness. And there's actually some concern around whether or not he'll be fit in time for the final, which if you had said that six months ago, people would have probably rejoiced at the fact that he was not going to feature in the final. But such has been the improvement in Shkodran Mustafi's performances of late, particularly since Mikel Arteta come in, particularly since we switched to a back three and he's playing on the right side of that. It would be a blow now. It feels like it would be a blow. Um, you know, Rob Holding is another option, of course, played against Liverpool. But Rob Holding, for me, is, a be is better suited to playing in that left central defensive role. Although he's right-footed and you'd think that naturally it shouldn't be a problem him sort of transitioning into that role, it's clearly something that he hasn't done much of. He's learnt to play in that left-sided position and we know that Mikel Arteta wants a left-footed player to play there. Therefore, his chances of 
making an impact in that position are very slim. So he's going to have to learn to play on the right side of the defence and fast if he wants to stand any chance of getting into Mikel Arteta's side. So, yeah, in terms of team news, I guess that's the only real concern. Going with what I would pick for Aston Villa this evening, um, I think, obviously, Emi Martinez continues in goal. I think for a goalkeeper, more than any other position, routine and momentum are key. I really, really do believe that. And I think that Emmy Martinez has just gotten better and better and better as time's gone by. And that's because he's playing games. Um, hold on, just going to have a sip of my coffee. It's too early in the morning. There we go. Um, back, back free. Um, I think that Kieran Tierney continues. I think that David Lewis continues. And obviously, Scott Ramastaff is out. So I think Rob Holding is going to come in and play in that position. Um, I think, again, goalkeeper defence, very important in terms of developing relationships and providing continuity. I don't expect um, to see Socrates feature. He hasn't featured. Um, he's a substitute. It's very clear that Mikel Arteta doesn't fancy him at this stage. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Greek international was to move on or the former Greek international, I should say. But that's a story for another day um, if he moves on this summer. So I think the back three will be uh, Tierney, Luiz and uh, Holding. I think that the wing back positions, I think that's one of the areas that you're going to see rotation. It's such a demanding role in terms of what you're asking the players to do. And it's one of the roles in which Arsenal have quite a bit of depth. And I say that because, uh, you know, Mikel Arteta has spoken quite openly and quite confidently about how the, 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 the sort of the level between Cedric and Bellerin, for example, is not is not very big. And so it's easy for him to pick one or pick the other and be confident in their ability. Um, I think that Cedric will come in at right wing back, having seen Hector Bellerin start um, at the weekend. So I fully expect uh, the Portuguese uh, defender to come in and he gets another opportunity to showcase what he can do. On the left-hand side, I don't think Ainsley Maitland-Niles plays again. He was excellent against Manchester City, fantastic. But I think Bukayo Saka comes back in in that left wing-back position. Um, that's what I would do. So I'm guessing what Mikel Arteta is going to do. Of course, I don't know how players have recovered um in terms of you know you know sort of after the semi-final and what it took out of people and if anybody's got any knocks any strains or if fatigue is creeping in for a few players but i'm just going with probably what i would pick um and we'll see how close that is uh come 7 15 tonight to what Mikel arteta decides to go with so my wing backs will be bukayo saka on the left hand side and cedric suarez on the right in the centre of midfield, I think Granit Xhaka has just been so, so important to this Arsenal team. I expect him to continue. Um, he's a player who, touch wood, um, you know, seems to get through games. I'm not going to say without physically exerting himself, but he seems to get through games quite comfortably um, in comparison to others. I think he's... His style of play allows him to be a little bit more conservative in terms of the energy that he burns. And I think that he will play tonight. I think he has to play um, purely because other than Danny Ceballos and him, you know, uh, well, I mean, you've seen how important those two have become in the last few weeks. And I think Granit Xhaka is the one that will continue in the side. I think he's, I spoke about it on a recent podcast. I think there's a number of mainstays in this Arsenal team and the rest of the team is interchangeable. Granit Xhaka for me, uh, along with David Lewis, along with Mustafi when he's fit, along with Aubameyang, is one of the mainstays. 
So I expect him to continue in the middle of the park. I do think, however, that Lucas Torreira is going to come in the team alongside him uh, and gives Danny Ceballos a rest. Danny Ceballos was very industrious, very aggressive um, and very, very important against Manchester City. And I think that um, it, it, it's just a turnaround time, isn't it? Saturday to Tuesday is not ideal. And then, of course, we play. We've got a bit of a rest after that. We don't play till the final day of the season. So, you know, it's... Um, I guess you can give players a, a longer recovery period after this game. But in terms of the quick turnaround, I think Mikel Arteta will be very, very careful. He'll be worried and fearful of players picking up muscular injuries. So I do expect um, Danny Ceballos probably to drop out of the side tonight and be replaced by Lucas Torreira. Now, as far as the front three is concerned, Eddie Nketiah returns from his suspension. And I do think that Eddie Nketiah will get the nod up front. I think he will play. Um, I think that Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, uh, this is a tough one, isn't it? Because I think we've always known his importance, but we, we saw it even more so at the weekend. So does Mikel Arteta here make a decision? Does he leave Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang out? Does he give perhaps somebody like Joe Willock a start um, from one of the, those positions? Does he leave Nicolas Pepe in the side? Does he take Alexander Lacazette out? I, I'm not, you know, does he play Lacazette? in a slightly different position and play Eddie and Ketty. I, I, I don't know if I had to hazard a guess though. I'd probably say that Enketia um, starts up front. Um, I think that Lacazette has worked extremely hard in recent weeks, playing in that false nine position, dropping that bit deeper, creating the space in behind for the likes of Aubameyang and Pepe to get in and to go and cause damage to our opponents. I think Pepe starts as well. And then it's between Lacazette and Aubameyang. And I think that probably Mikel Arteta would just about go with um, with Aubameyang. You know, the other option is Reese Nelson. Um, and that is actually a shout. Um, you know, will Reese Nelson come in? Maybe. If it was me, um, you know, Reese Nelson just popped into my head. If it was me, I'd go with Enketia up front and then Pepe and Nelson off of him just because I feel like Aubameyang may need a rest, having put in so much um, on Saturday. And I keep talking about the turnaround time, and it's something that Mikel Arteta has raised time and time again. It's been a huge, huge problem for Arsenal um, and everybody, really. But Arsenal in particular, our schedule has just been a fucking nightmare, to put it politely. So I'd like to, to see Mikel Arteta rotate a little bit in those positions. Of course, that's not to say, though, that you don't leave Lacazette, you don't leave Aubameyang, you don't leave Ceballos, you don't leave these players on the substitutes bench because there is a good chance that we may need them. And whilst I think that our chances of qualifying for the Europa League via the Premier League are quite slim at the moment, you'd be kicking yourselves, wouldn't you, if you were unable to get the results you needed and then results went your way elsewhere. So, um, yeah, that's um, that That would be my lineup. So just to recap, it would be Emmy Martinez in goal. It would be a defence of Rob Holding, David Lewis and Kieran Tierney with uh, Bukayo Saka at left wing back. And of course, with uh, Cedric at right wing back in the middle of the park, it'd be Granite Xhaka and Lucas Torreira with uh, Reese Nelson, um, Nicolas Pepe and Eddie Nketiah leading the line. Now there is, you could argue, 
that maybe Bukayo Saka could play further forward as one of the front three. And then you can leave Ainsley Maitland-Niles in at fullback. I know he played the other day, but he hasn't played a great deal of football lately. So that could have an impact. There's Joe Willock available as well. So there's lots of options for Mikel Arteta. And, you know, we talk about the Arsenal squad not being good enough. And at times we talk about, you know, us needing to upgrade in certain areas, which we do. But in terms of number of bodies, we certainly have players that Mikel Arteta can choose from. And that's not even including Mesut Ozil and Matteo Genduzzi, who have both clearly been frozen out and are both sitting out in the cold at the minute. So there are options for the Spaniard. There are things he can do in order to freshen up the team. And you'd hope we won't lose too much of our impetus and too much quality heading into this one. Um, as I said, Aston Villa... There's been some games in the last month or so where I've looked at Aston Villa and felt as though they had given up on Premier League survival themselves. But of course, they do stand a chance. Watford may feel um, that they've done enough and, you know, maybe they have. Only time will tell. But, you know, Aston Villa can close the gap. Aston Villa have an opportunity to do so, particularly with Watford taking on Manchester City this evening. Imagine... Watford get beaten heavily by Manchester City this evening. The encouragement that would give to Aston Villa going into our game. And then, of course, at the weekend, Aston Villa take on West Ham United, who are already safe. Um, whereas Watford, of course, come to Arsenal. So, yeah, there's lots of twists and turns to be had in this relegation battle. And I just think as an Arsenal fan now, we've got to understand that where we're at and we're at a point where we've reached the FA Cup final the league, you know, it's been a it's been a disastrous season. We all accept that. I think we all know that. If we are to to not win tonight, then I don't think we should overreact. As I said time and time again, this game will mean the absolute world to Aston Villa. And we have other priorities at the minute. So there will be rotation. I'm sure of it. Um, how much rotation remains to be seen. That's down to Mikel Arteta. If I have to give a prediction... Um, I'm not actually going to go for an Arsenal victory this evening. I'm going to go for a score draw um, just purely because I think Aston Villa will make our lives difficult. Aston Villa will be desperate uh, to pick up a positive result in terms of their survival hopes. And I just feel like Villa may want it more than us. It's not to say I accept that lazy sort of attitude from the Arsenal players, but it's only natural that in a game like this where the, the you know it's unlikely we're going to qualify for Europe via this route, and with an FA Cup on the horizon, it may be natural for some of these Arsenal players and Mikel Arteta in terms of his selection to take his foot off the gas and just almost sacrifice this game, knowing that the turnaround time is just not sufficient um, for us to go full pelt once again. But let me know what you guys think in the comments. Let's have your predictions. I'm going for a score draw. Um, probably... Uh, Aston Villa 1, Arsenal 1 is if I had to really, really stick my neck on the line. Uh, don't forget, you can check out our review of the Manchester City game on this channel. Uh, just scroll back. Um, it was a really, really enjoyable one to record that, given the, the positivity and the result, of course. Also, you can check out The Social Club, uh, which is our show in which we discuss a number of topics from English football. We talk a little bit about Arsenal, but we also talk about some of the other big stories. And this week we talked David De Gea, we talked Nigel Pearson and we talked Pep Guardiola. That show is sponsored by tvsportsblog.com. So head over there and check that out. And just to finish off, you can become a patron 
and receive access to exclusive Chronicles of Aguna content by heading over to the link below. It's patreon.com forward slash the Chronicles of Aguna. There are two tiers of membership. You will receive a free gift after your third uh, month of membership, and you will be invited to join us on our patrons only podcast where i'll be picking a handful of you guys each week to come and join me on a live interactive show where we'll be uh, allowing you guys to get your opinions across to the wider audience thank you so much for tuning in and fingers crossed i'm wrong and arsenal do pick up all three points this evening um, but as i said naturally the foot's going to come off the gas a little bit if it doesn't it's a huge credit to this group and to Mikel Arteta, and it would just evidence wouldn't it how desperate some of these Fringe players are now to prove their worth ahead of next season. And of course, the FA Cup final. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more. We'll be looking back at the hopefully victory over Aston Villa. So until then, take care of yourselves. Enjoy the game tonight, Anna. Cheers.